Okay, friends, welcome back to Rule of Three. Welcome, this is welcome. episode 10. 10. Yes. Yes. As our friends to the east would say. Who? What? Quebec. Oh. Our friends to the east, no? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just excited about episode ten. What do you want? What do you want from me? I cannot believe that we have recorded ten episodes. Well, technically eleven, and we threw one out. Yeah, cool. to of our podcast. Yeah, no, I'm I'm really proud of us, and I think that you know, doing you know ventures like this often either go two ways. You know, you get a couple in, yeah. whether it be an episode or a couple installations or a couple drawings or whatever it may be. And then you just drop it and you forget about it or you end up kind of pushing through that barrier of like five, six, seven. And then you start to actually watch, you know, your track list grow. And it's kind of an exciting and addicting feeling to yeah. see those numbers kind of grow. Yeah. Fuck five, six, seven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just kidding. Who, sorry, who? They're, uh, sorry. sorry uh, do I know them? <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. No, I agree with you. I'm super proud of us. And we really appreciate those of you who come in and tune in every week and listen to what we have to say. We love it. It means a lot. Yeah. And the people who reach out to us and let us know about the podcast and what they think and how they feel and how we're doing. I mean, we're new to the game. There's no question, but we're always trying to learn and grow. And so it's great to have that feedback always coming in. So never shy away from reaching out, hitting us up, saying, hey, you suck or hey, this was kind of chill. Here's how you can suck less. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to give you very tangible tools to suck glass less. Glass full perspective there. <laughs> or, hey, Sarah, your voice is really sexy. <laughs> I don't mind that. Just keep that coming. Um, sorry. Anyways. Yeah. Anyway, to this uh, week's episode content. Yeah. So this week's episode content, we decided to ask everyone about the World Wide Web. And what comes to mind when they hear that? Yes. Phrase of words. Absolutely. <laughs> Phrase of words. words. We're going when they hear robot. the World Wide Web. Um, but before we get into that, I just wanted to check in because I feel like we always get right into our topics, but we never mm-hmm. talk about ourselves mm-hmm. and what's going on. How are you, Chris? I've been good. I've been good. I appreciate you asking. Um, as I told you before, you know, there, there. Everyone has their up days and their down days. Totally. And earlier today, I was definitely, uh, I was definitely struggling a bit in the afternoon. I was kind of at a, a stale gate with what I was producing, um, beat wise. I was mm-hmm. just working on some production today, and I definitely hit a, a beat block, a massive beat block, which is very common. Pe- people who produce, they definitely know that phrase. It's a, it's a pretty cruel bitch. Yeah, it sounds same like as writer's it. block. I'm sure. Same as any sort of block you might have. It it fucking sucks, you know, mm-hmm. um, you start to get kind of, de- um, down on yourself and you start to doubt, you know, your, your intentions. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got to say, I'm feeling a lot better now that I'm sitting here doing this yeah. because this is my weekly therapy. Um, <laughs> oh. it really is. It's really nice to just get to sit down and, and chat and speak my mind. Yeah. Um, and other than that, I've been good. I'm working on my website. Nice. Be sure to check out my website. It's coming soon for all my beats and podcasts. It's all going to be filtered through there. Look at this creative genius. Well, okay. Doing my very best. Go you know? off. Doing my best. Um, what about you? How have you been? I'm good. I'm working a lot. Uh, because I now have a full-time job, um, 
I get to creative flex, you know, in the ways that I have in the past. It's a creative um, job, but it's busy. And I'm now a full-time dog mom for the next two weeks while working a job. Um, So social life doesn't... Shout out to Murphy. Yeah, shout out to Murphy. Um, So social life doesn't really exist right now, but... Things are good, you know. We're we're learning, we're growing. It, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm the epitome of a 23-year-old right now where I'm just always learning how to be more functional by myself and right. on my own working and and failing all the time, mm-hmm. but recognizing that it's a lot easier to fail nowadays because I'm not taking it to heart the way that I did initially. Um, I'm going to speak on that after you finish. Yeah. So that's, that's a really, I think, mature thing that's existing for me right now. Um, and not taking things so seriously, trying to invest in my friends and the things that are important to me. And also recognizing that the scope of people, things and possibilities that I have kind of has to shrink a little bit Mm -hmm. for me to function mentally. And that's okay. Um, so that's been kind of a good new learning curve that I'm feeling more settled with lately. What were you going to say? No, I I think that's really sick that you, uh, that you mentioned that because I think that's something that I'm definitely constantly trying to remind myself of and try to be better at. Um, I feel like it's never, you never perfect it, but there are definitely people who have it, you know, mastered and have it, you know, uh, working with them rather than against them. For sure. And for me right now, it's definitely working against me where I'm trying to beat that fear of shame or fear of looking stupid, just beat it out of me mm-hmm. in certain areas of my life. And I guess really just all of my life, because if you can just beat it and just learn how to control it in all areas of your life, then you're just probably a much happier human. Yeah. And you know you what's know? funny? you just like, fuck what people think. Absolutely. And it's so easy to say it loud, but you but find you- yourself in situations where it's not so easy yeah but you know what's funny is like for me right now honestly i would rather someone just look at me and go that was fucking stupid or like why did you do that Mm. i feel like the lack of honesty or someone i mean it's harder for you yeah politeness can suck my dick actually politeness can suck my dick it definitely makes it harder i would rather firstly like in the dating world i would rather someone be like this isn't working and then my time is just mm-hmm. over and that's so much easier with friendships. It's like, I can't make the time. That's totally fine. Thank you for acknowledging that. Don't try and leverage like trying to make it work and spend yeah, time yeah, yeah. with work. Like if I'm doing something wrong or something doesn't work or there's something that I should be doing that I'm not doing, then call my shit. Like yeah. I think it sounds so scary when you're worried about being this ideal person. But if you're just at this like humble, like minuscule state, just ready to advance, I think those things can be really, really functional. Right. No, I agree with you. I think that's one thing that I really respect that I I think I mentioned a couple of podcasts ago when I, one thing that I really respected about the Jamaican culture. Yeah. And one thing that Poppy has definitely brought into my life more, um, is she that's one thing I really love about her is that she will tell me ex- I, I know I can trust that she'll be straightforward with me and that yeah. she'll be blunt mm-hmm. um and I really like that it's and huge. I it's rubbing off on me but it I'm still trying to be 
more conscientious of it and yeah. be, you know, just keep taking steps forward in a place where I don't let people's words, you know, af- t- I don't take people's opinions so personally, mm-hmm. you know, because right now I definitely, even when I sit at home and go, oh, well, it's okay. What really matters is how it makes you feel For sure. and how, you know, you feel about it moving forward. But yeah. it's, you know it's what? definitely a process. It's rather hear it all and take it all with a mm-hmm. grain of salt than miss out on the things that you didn't hear. Right. Um, and on that note, let's move forward and talk about mm-hmm. the giant, vast Ooh, void of the internet. Let's talk the about the interweb. Do, do, do. All right. I wish I had like... First. I, oh my God. Like, don't you wish <laughs> that we had a, a like a little like weird well, jingle there? The interweb. When I made that um, post for our Instagram with the like Windows 95 caption, yeah. I was like, oh my God, this is bringing me back yeah, to yeah. my youth. It's so good. It's so good. To your youth? To my youth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, first up, we've got the concept of information 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 yes and what the internet offers in the form of information so it was hilarious when chris got this he was like fuck this word like information that's so large scale but we figured out how to bring it back Mm -hmm. i gave him a bit of perspective yeah and i think that information is actually a really good thing to talk about in regards to the world wide web yeah it changes everything it well, does. the internet changes everything about information nowadays, sorry, yeah. to clarify. But it's definitely changed the way we, you know, go about our daily lives and the way we accomplish tasks. Oh, totally. Well, you know, one of the biggest things is that with the full access of information, we're expected to be so much faster about everything that we do. Mm-hmm. Like everyone has to be 10 times more efficient because everything is readily accessible. So what's the excuse? Right. Do you ever feel pressure from especially, that? Especially especially with AI and oh with the with the availability of technology. I don't even uh, get and into the AI avi- right now. the availability of technology being explained. Mm-hmm. You know, cuz it's like not only is technology making things a little bit easier, even if the technology is complicated, there are literally thousands of DIY articles mm-hmm. and videos and YouTube. blogs and forums answering pretty much every question you could possibly have about that one thing that too oh my god and also duolingo everyone is just shooting out that they know five different languages now because of duolingo this app that it teaches you new languages so people like i've had people come up to me and say oh yeah like i I'm I'm learning German or I'm learning Russian or I learned. And is it comprehensive? Like actually yeah, like learning? I've learned German or I've learned Russian because I use this app. And it's like, well, I ate a bag of potato chips yesterday. What do you so. got on me, bro? Yeah, what you got? <laughs> people are learning how to. People are learning how to build spaceships on YouTube, and I'm just picking my belly button. I built my own self-sufficient security camera. <laughs> there's really? No, there's no excuse. No way. <laughs> There's no excuse for being inefficient with your time nowadays unless no. you're watching internet television, mm-hmm. which is also great. The one of, one of my like the worst things about the internet is like for me, uh, especially like in my friend group, like my, when we when we chat, like even, you know, when we're when we're involved in conversations with Jonah and Will and whoever, what have mm-hmm. you, you know, there's always that one friend in any conversation or argument where when you make a big point or you say something, 
that one friend all of a sudden goes quiet and you just see him looking on his phone or her on her phone. Yeah. Just like kind of like sifting for information to fact check you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and there's always that one person that fact checks you and you're like, fuck, like, or like put the, your phone away. The I don't link really text. know if this is fully true. I'm just like speaking on opinion. <laughs> oh, yeah. People can call you on your shit at yeah. any point in time. It's your like, phone. Actually, it says right here on four different links. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Sorry it's for so interrupting crazy. you. But... No, you're not. It's insane. I also love the friend that like will post, will text the link, you know, the one who's, who's on the group chat and just sends the info along. Fact checked. Just so you know, this is right here, the information that you would need. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way to mispronounce anything anymore because Google has it all ready for you. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so I've lost a job because that was my favorite thing to do. (laughs) (laughs) And Chris knows as, as a child, well, semi-child, I just like, I love calling people out if they don't pronounce things properly. What, what would you say your favorite aspect of the internet is for you, Mm. for your personal life? And maybe even if there's probably multiple, you probably have multiple, there's probably multiple facets to what you like with the internet. But like, what is one thing right now that you find the internet has really been like enriching your life for? Mm. Oh my God. I feel like there's, there's so many things and there's nothing at the same time. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of stuff. Um, It's a lot of exposure. It's hard right now because right now I'm finding the internet is almost like a stressful weight on me because a lot of my job... A lot of my job is sourcing things from the internet. And if mm-hmm. I can't find the good link, then I'm not doing my You're not share. savvy enough. If I yeah. can't find like three different companies that do the same thing uh, within the span of five minutes, then someone else will find it. Or, you know, it's just there's mm-hmm. there's that pressure with mm-hmm. using the internet to its best ability. Um, but I think right now the internet... I love being able to create with the internet and Mm -hmm. also just with my computer, but being able to um, create artwork through Mm -hmm. using the internet. um, Creative cloud. Yeah. And, and I love, I love Spotify and I love music and being Mm -hmm. able to access such a large amount of, content of musical information on the internet um and being able to read plays on the internet is so exciting like Mm -hmm. for someone that's involved in theater the fact that i there's a website that literally hosts tons of playwrights and Mm -hmm. plays and for a subscription you can read tons of work that's cool online that kind of stuff is is amazing where before you'd have to go to a library you'd have to go to an actual store that specializes in selling like theater plays and and film scripts you know what i mean yeah but i think the even better thing that couldn't even happen with that library or that store is that now up-and-coming writers producers like yourself Mm -hmm. people that are creating content that wouldn't hit the caliber of being in the big books now gets to be shared with the world which is mm-hmm. really exciting. Yeah, it's really cool. That's actually it's it's interesting that you said that at the end there because that's something I was I was listening to a, a guy that I really like on a separate podcast, mm-hmm. um, and he made a really cool point about how as a musician now or an artist now, 
you there are a lot of platforms out there that a lot that are very comprehensive and allow you to be your own manager until you can afford to have one or right. until you are big enough that someone wants to represent you and before you couldn't really do that so marketing yourself was standing at the corner with a cd or oh, you know yeah. with a cassette tape telling people to listen to your stuff when most people didn't really feel like it because they don't want no one wants to be pushed no one wants to have that you know yeah of course um but he mentioned this one really cool site that i actually have to, i'm gonna be checking out tomorrow um called banzoogle and it's this it's this website host uh -huh. that will also allow you to design and and it'll host your website for you but it's got a lot of like comprehensive tools tailored towards musicians and like cool. people in the music industry so it allows you to um well, oh, what were the specific so it allows you to sell merch whereas other sites it'll charge you additional for any sort of payment that's going to be processed through their site oh, okay it's commission free whereas most other sites will take a little percentage of commission as well mm -hmm. as you know whoever the payment merchant is so if it's like paypal then they also take a little percentage right, right? um and on top of that, it will curate a mailing list for you oh. so that you can reach people like that. And like there's different plans for how many like like contacts it'll send out to every month. But it'll do that for you. And there was another element that like really stood out to me, but I can't recall off the top of my head. But okay. it had some like cool little things that were like nuanced and clearly massaged towards like yeah. musicians and entertainers. Um, but yeah, it's really cool. And I think another thing that I've found recently, whether it's a good or bad thing, mm -hmm. is the internet's really great as a consumer. Oh, um, yeah. I'm definitely, a, uh, I have a bit of a shopping habit. Oh, you, know? you mean like, yeah, 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 yeah. I Not even as like a content consumer, like, like, content. like a, like a, like a, yeah, like a consumer of materialistic goods. Oh, God, yeah. Um, like Amazon. Amazon's oh, a black hole. My mom, I swear to you, Amazon shows up at our yeah. freaking doorstep every other day. Yeah. <laughs> She's a queen yeah. of no, Amazon. Amazon's great. What's the last thing you bought? Um, oh, the last thing I bought was this headphone splitter, actually, that we were going to use today, but then I forgot the DC power. So <laughs> oh. <laughs> instead, well, we're rocking. We're rocking our own janky setup, but we're killing it today. But we're killing it. It's okay. No one knows. Uh, well, they do now, but shh. Yeah, come on. You just, get the little you men just, in black. You ruined our illusion. Memory eraser. We have a luxurious studio night tonight. Oh, yes. Very <laughs> quiet. So another thing that I have been thinking about a lot lately, especially with using dating apps and like starting to get new people to know who I am, is meme culture. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the things that we were suggested. And I was like, yeah, we're talking about this. Tell me what you think about memes. I think memes memes are interesting because it's that weird uh, element that it's it's very DIY and oftentimes not even very aesthetically pleasing. The memes. Oh, they're so know? ugly. They're really like they're really brutal and thrown together, yeah. and they look so homemade. Uh -huh. And I feel like that's why people like them because they're super relatable and they're not you know done by some. Uh, you know, experienced uh, graphic designer. A lot of them come from other people who are on these, you know, forums and, and surfing for memes. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's one thing that is really attractive to people about them. And that's one thing I like about them is I'll often look at them and be like, who the fuck thought of this? Yeah. Like, who saw this image and that I'm going to, that's exactly what I'm going to write. But I Everyone's, feel like, like my, it's so funny sometimes. I honestly feel like my mind works in memes. Mm-hmm. I see shit on the street and instantly it 
it sends me to seven different possible meme opportunities, (laughs) but I hold back. Um, If you were a meme, what would you be? If I was a meme, I got to say, so <laughs> who calls one, to you? one, one meme that I really like, yeah. um, is, and I, I actually saw it the other day. One meme I really like is the original, uh, Trollolol guy. Oh my God. Yeah. And the reason I love that one is because that was like my first exposure to memes. I remember in high that school. That was like the big, like that guy was a, that was a big meme. You loved it. Um, so that guy, because I I would laugh about that. Like that had the longest impression on me. That meme. So that one is my favorite meme. That was what grade nine or grade ten? I think grade ten. Yeah, it was a while ago, yeah. which just shows you how far memes have come now. Yeah. Um, but another one I really like that I only recently was exposed to. It's uh-huh. this granny making this like kind of like scared but also serious face. Oh. And she's holding like a Glock nine. but she's like holding it so daintily because it's like heavy so it looks like she's like struggling and it's so funny i wish we i like it's actually hilarious it's so good yeah do you have a favorite meme um i keep thinking about pepe but Pepe's so not my favorite pepe the frog that frog that everybody loves like i'm looking it up right now pepe he's that frog the you know the kind of weird looking one he he has like a weird face. This? No. Oh, this no. one. Yeah. This one. Sad yeah, yeah, Pepe. Yeah, yeah. And there's like a bunch of them. Some of them think, when you when you hit the blunt and yeah, it's like his yeah. eyes are really red. Yeah. I think any of the ones that are kind of like <laughs> half smiling but also half like about to fart, Pepe. those are those are my energy. Yeah. That that's where I feel at home is like the mid shit but also keeping it together means. Yeah. Um my ultimate dream though would be for a photo of myself to become a, a very popular meme of you on the toilet um preferably not oh my <laughs> god i think we're yeah i my in my instagram has been exposed so much recently mm-hmm. speaking of that um i have an instagram about poop i feel like we've talked about it on the podcast yeah, it's, it's come up yeah um but if one of the photos from my poop instagram ended up becoming a meme i think my life would be over like i'd be like okay i can die in peace yeah that's it <laughs> we're done that's so funny and i actually there were a couple photos that were very meme worthy but i want to know what the next one will be what the next big meme is gonna be yeah there's always like there's the there's trend. some that kind of float around but there's always that one or two every week where like my brother will show me one he'll be like well you haven't seen this yet it's so funny, man. You've got to check it out. And then I yeah. look at it and it's just like viral as fuck. And it's usually pretty funny. Like I will yeah. say, like I definitely, I, I memes I have grown very accustomed to and I definitely appreciate now. Yeah. It's a very specific humor uh-huh. because they're, they can be very hit or miss for people, but I love them. Like, oh, another great one that kind of circulated was the starter pack. Did you ever oh, see those? Oh, oh yeah. My anything. brother, my brother sent me one and he, <laughs> Wait, what was it? You, anything, you go. I'm going to look okay. this one up. Honestly, anything starter pack, mm-hmm. I'm in. And I also think... They're so funny, they're the starter so pack good. ones. Oh, and my God. If you make me a starter pack meme and you get it right, like if I'm thinking about compatibility-wise, mm-hmm. if I'm trying to suss a new person out, whether it's a friend or a significant other or anything like that, if I force them, I say, hey, make a starter pack for yeah. me, and it's a test. You know, I want, I, maybe I should start doing that. 
You should. A starter pack test. It's like, okay, I know you know me partially, but yeah. let's see how well you know me. Make me a fucking starter pack and then get back to me in 48 hours. The Sarah Flick starter pack? I think it'd be cool. That would actually be really interesting to see what people thought of you. Wait, okay. To like five, see what like are the main things. Five things that would be in in my starter pack and then we're going to do it with you. Okay. Doc Martens. 100%. Uh, lightly faded ripped jeans. <laughs> Probably. Uh, big like funky glasses. Okay. Um, lots of jewelry. Okay. Specifically rings. Okay. Not wearing um, any today. Not, but that's that's a vi- that's a rarity. Yeah, you're right. That's a rarity. I say right. that with confidence. And the last one, hmm, a big keeping bowl of sarcasm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, is this all going to be aesthetics based? <laughs> no, the sarcasm. There we are. Okay. Well, I kind of figured that like the starter pack was an aesthetics based thing. It maybe, is. Maybe, I'm but I feel like okay for you, it would be hmm. Oh, computer stickers. Mm. just lots of stickers on a computer um the jeans that you're wearing right now are your starter pack yeah you, they're you one of my only wear pairs. these jeans yeah because the hole is literally a sexy ripping he might as well be a stripper right now this hole is huge i'm in love with the stripper <laughs> um a, a crew neck hoodie yeah a crew neck um and also like stripes just generally stripes yeah, yeah i'm a fan of the stripes <laughs> um and oh, I'm trying to think. Well, yeah, I was going to say like any kind of hat. Yeah. Like a hat or a toque, that, depending on the weather, is very your shit. Oh, and you know what else? If someone asked me, I would be like hat. That's a mini one. stick. Yeah. Just for the nostalgia sake. Just for the nostalgia of, of, of the inner athlete in me. Honestly, <laughs> I still have the video from you in grade 10. And this is the beautiful thing about not the internet, but I guess like clouds and, and storage of information. Mm-hmm. I have that video of you from grade 10 where you're opening up the mini stick that Athena got you and you look like a noodle child and you're like, oh so tiny. It's so good. Yeah. That's back when I was like anorexic, not Cherish. to trigger anybody, but yeah. Oh my God. Um, Wait, what? Mm-hmm. What? I didn't even know that you had an eating disorder. Are no, you kidding? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh I like I, I said that very passively. That's why I was like, sorry to anybody. I didn't mean to trigger anyone. That just kind of. I t- no, no, I no. just <laughs> took that so seriously. Everybody listening, like, you we... should have seen Sarah's face. She looked like she should have been like, I'd been lying to her my whole life about. Um, <laughs> we were so we have been so it close just got for so, real. so long. <laughs> How did I not that, know? Sorry for making that so real. Um, oh my god! So I found the starter do... pack. Then we'll move on. Um. It's the I'm 22 and date a 14-year-old starter pack. It's oh, like no. a patchy beard with Ew. like a dirty Sanchez mustache, a white wife beater, those mecha jean shorts <laughs> that were like past your knees, but like don't mm. quite pass into capris, okay. and a monster flat brim cap. Oh, I want to throw up. <laughs> I honestly want to throw up at uh, those photos. I thought it was so funny. It. I it's think good. we need to post that on our Instagram for so con- for like fun for um context yeah anyway <sighs> moving forward memes are great memes have created a beautiful community on the internet and i thank god for memes and for twitter that has developed memes into what they are today last comment actually you know what i think they're good for too what? i think they're good in counteracting this pc culture oh because true. some of them are very dark and they push a lot of boundaries some of yeah them. they are political and i think that's good because sometimes it gets a little too pc for me i agree so I think that's also a cool thing that it offers. I'm into that activism through memes. 
Mm-hmm. I'm in. Activate. Um, Activate. <laughs> and last on the list, um, which is a is a really cool one that I never really thought about before. Yeah. Um, but Sarah kind of was like, we were chatting about it beforehand. I was like, you know what? That actually is a really good point. It's a mm-hmm. it's a big aspect that the internet has brought is internet friends. Internet friends. This phenomenon of internet friends. I made it a, a sound bite. Send in a friend request oh, for yeah. your internet friends. Oh my god. <laughs> Being insta official, bitch. Yeah. Um I definitely have some friends on the internet that now that I think about it for I sure. Think you have like, a lot of internet friends. I do, because like on Facebook back in the day, I was like when I was on Facebook, I was like, Oh, mutual friend, ad. Mutual <laughs> friend, ad. Oh, I knew that I saw that guy at a party once. I talked to him, ad. You did that? Like yeah, so yeah, yeah, flippantly? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <gasps> wow, bold. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. yeah. No, it's not impressive. It was just how the social, <laughs> just social media had a hang on me. You know, it was, yeah. it, it was that whole, like, like, for example, I know for a fact when I first had Instagram, so obsessed with my numbers, like oh, that's, yeah. that's what it was from a hundred percent. It was just the negative impact that social media had on me. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely have internet friends that like, I, I mean, I wouldn't even call them friends anymore because we're passive on one another. Like I, Internet acquaintances. Like the, now that there's algorithms in place, we wouldn't even come in contact with each other's right. feeds, right? But we're still technically connected through social media and the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, LinkedIn also, I always get random people adding me on LinkedIn, like I some 48 year old women. Like, do you accept? Who look like they could also be a fake account, like adding me on, yeah. on LinkedIn. Do you accept them? No. Okay, good. I was going to say, like, it's usually I accompanied don't accept. by a, a sketchy, sus inbox message that just makes me think there is a pyramid scheme or something, you know? Oh, yeah. What about you? Any internet friends that you actually keep in contact with? Um, that are strictly internet friends, though, that you've never met in, in person? So I think internet friends is an interesting situation for someone who's on dating apps because mm. I end up having internet friends right. who I. There have been multiple people who I've met through dating apps who just refuse to hang out. And I would consider it that an internet friend. Mm-hmm. Um, I also see it a little differently in the sense I've kind of DM'd people even more recently. I DM'd that girl, Hannah Burner, who has that amazing right. podcast right. that I love, Burning in Hell. Shout out to Burning in Hell. It's an amazing podcast. Um, I think she's great. And so I messaged her. And she, I showed her my poop Instagram because she was talking about poop. And then she was like, thank you for the podcast. This, or thank you for the, the what's it called? Instagram account. I'm literally so starstruck. I can't speak. Um, and then she started following my accounts. And so now this kind of back and forth of, you know, liking each other's posts and, and seeing each other via the internet. She's kind of an acquaintance of sorts but Mm -hmm. who i only know because of the internet yeah which i find fascinating yeah yeah no that's 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 definitely an interesting point like it it can be really cool because it can if it can often lend to people you know people's situations Mm -hmm. whether it be professional or be for you know just purely social reasons yeah um but it can also be a nasty place out there yeah hashtag catfishes well catfishing Mm -hmm. for sure i wrote a blog post a long time ago about reverse catfishing. I remember you telling me about this. What, what can you break that down for me? I'm going to write it down in words by speaking it on this podcast. Um, 
basically, oh my God, can I even remember my own blog post? Shall I give it to Google? Reverse catfishing is essentially my view of you think that someone is like meh, but then it's because of the dilution of the internet and then to meet them in person, it actually ends up being a really positive experience. Ah, yes. Is that what it is? Yes, yes. So according to Urban Dictionary, reverse catfish, someone who you meet via a social network and ends up being more attractive in person than you thought in a sentence. Last night, I went out with this girl I met on Tinder. And when I see her, she was hotter than her profile pic. Not complaining or anything, but that is a reverse catfish. Yeah, I mean, I think of it less aesthetics-based, but I think that personality has a lot to do with that. Mm -hmm. We create personas on the internet, which is something that we've talked about millions of times over. And sometimes your persona, you think that it's better. Oh, sorry what about that. What is happening? It's a video on reverse, cast, reverse catfishing. Anyway, back to what you were saying. <laughs> I don't know what I just sang also. <laughs> um, oh my God, what was I even saying? You were ta- We were talking about just how like the reverse catfish. Oh yeah. Can, I think like, it has to do with personality. Mm-hmm. I think you see someone on the internet, they post shit on their instagram okay that's mm-hmm. great i'm not super excited honestly swiping through tinder i might as well be doing it in my sleep like it's not yeah. exciting to especially me especially after you get desensitized to it oh my god yeah but the other night i was at a bar i see this man in person i'm like okay game on yeah and that's not even talking to the human but at least seeing them face to face yeah no i feel you on that sometimes for me i find that I found back when back when like the Tinder game like was a thing and back when I was single and I was mm-hmm. just like kind of playing the field and seeing who was out there. Yeah. Sometimes you'd like you'd see like you would meet a girl and you would expect this, you know, like bubbly personality, very talkative mm-hmm. and you get just like minimal personality, a wet washcloth, minimal energy, you know, just like very yeah playing it very safe from a personality perspective not at what you expected and i'm sure the same happens with guys where you might get a guy who's way more brazen and douchey than you expect them to be or also a dull you know dial tone Mm -hmm. um so i feel you on the reverse catfishing now that you've explained it yeah i think personality wise is a very very true yeah and internet friends are really interesting once you end up having conversations with them because you you can curate so easily mm-hmm. when you're filtering what you say. And this is something that's been talked about millions of times. But it it creates that phenomenon of you get this very specific type of friendship because you get right. to know exactly how you want it to go and you can make it go that right. way. There's this facade and there's this perceived um, character that you're developing for someone or how they're, like you say, curating it towards you. But... It could be completely different when you meet them in person. Totally. And it's like 50-50 all the time, you know? Yeah. And I mean, internet friends are great. And there's a lot of times where they're helpful. But those... Especially as a creative for both of us. Yes. So true. Yeah. But those tried and true, honest old friendships are so worth yeah, it. Yeah, no, meet people in person. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uberpool meet people in person. is amazing for you know that. that. You know, speaking of that, just to, just to end on that. What? Kayvon told me today that he has a friend who who 
is now engaged and they met in an Uber pool. Yes. Right? I fully met my possible new Reiki Good old fashioned, teacher. Good old fashioned communication. In an Uber pool today. Yeah. <laughs> Wild. Oh, wow, that's weird. Um, yeah. She was amazing. It was great. We had a good conversation. Um, Big chats. The internet is wild. And we could, this is the thing, we could talk, you could talk about the internet for eight years. Yeah, You know, and still have more to talk about. Yeah. But I think we did a pretty good job at unpacking those. I think so too. And I think, yeah, you're right. It could, it could be a million different episodes and maybe it'll come back. It'll come back later. It'll I don't come back. want to say worry. maybe. It will. It will. What did you say the other day? Not what? Not when. Not, not if, if. When. When. Not if. When. Okay, ready? Let's try and say it in sync and then we'll end the podcast. Not, not if. if when. when with deep eye contact so just a shout out to us guys follow us on instagram we are at rule underscore of three on insta check us out because we will be posting the types of things we want to be talking about to look for some feedback from y'all i just said feedback i don't know what and I just we'll be said. advertising future guests because we plan on plan wow you oh rubbed God, off on neither me of us can speak. we plan on <laughs> introducing more of a guest component to the show a semi semi uh regular guest component so yeah. be sure to tune in because we're gonna have some exciting people on the docket coming up and if you know anyone or you're thinking of anyone who could be cool to have on the podcast or you might be that one dm us mm-hmm. at rule of three mm-hmm. rule underscore of three mm-hmm. thanks so much this has been episode 10 with chris that's your name. That's me. And Sarah. Thanks Be sure so to much. tune in next week, guys. Thanks.